I just want to make sure that it doesn't pop. I mean, that's my main concern here. Am I being too poppy? Poppy Downs. Poppy Downs. She got high and put herself through a keyhole. Reagan Fox. Reagan Fox. Fox in the city. Fox in the city. It's been a busy semester. I know, I know. I've neglected my podcast audience. I know. I've had a lot going on. Babies. I've been eating tacos. Mmm, tacos. Why am I so turned on? Really, I, I have been on this journey to be more compassionate in my instruction and just as a person. And I've had a lot of uh, Eddie Pie Hands, Eddie Pie Hands. That's something that Jennifer Saunders says in Absolutely Fabulous when she has a lot going on. Eddie Pie Hands, Eddie Pie Hands. I took one and a half out of van about 10 minutes ago. And I decided that I I had no intention of starting a new podcast episode, but I thought, well, I, I'm, I got this new microphone, you see. It's a big microphone. It's a big, it's a well-hung, it's a well-hung microphone. It's called a Yeti X, and I've always wanted to sleep with a Yeti. I've always wanted to do a Neanderthal. At any rate, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so the, the USB cord that they gave me for this microphone keeps falling out. Haven't we all been there before? I mean, men, when I was younger, they'd put it in me and they'd just fall right out because I was Grand Central Station. That's what they called me. They called me GCS whenever I walked into the bar. I'd walk into the bar and they'd go, boop, boop, like I was the train to Basan, which I watched that yesterday. It was very good. Very, very, very good. It's a horror film, a South Korean horror film. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in the water in Korea lately, but they are coming out with some really excellent films. Has it always been this way? I love Parasite. I was so thrilled to see that it won the Academy Award last year. And now Train to Busan, I'm very into. Lots of parallels. Lots of parallels. Train to Busan, which was filmed years before the pandemic, but they're talking about quarantining people because it's a zombie movie. And I get it. I know everybody's had their fill of zombie stuff. I understand. I, I, I can't watch The Walking Dead anymore. But this one is really good. It has a lot of heart. I like the actors in it. What does this have to do with testing out my microphone? Oh, yeah, so the, the, mic, the, the cord wasn't working, and then I found another cord. You know how everybody has that box where they put all of the cords? The cord graveyard box, just in case. The jick box, just in case I need this cord. So I found one that replicates what this cord is supposed to do, and this one actually fits in. So the problem is with the bottom, not with the top. I want to talk about this for just a moment. I find it very sexist whenever I'm going to buy USBs or lightning cables or whatever, right? And they say, this is a male cord to female adapter, okay? Why, that is very heteronormative. Why can't it be, this is, I, I need a top to bottom, right? Or a double bottom to plug two tops in. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying right now. But I do want to apologize for being so absent from my podcast. I'm going to, now that we're going into break, even though I'm teaching a winter session class, 
because there's no break for me. I constantly hit, but I've been spending a lot of money too, but I'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, I want to, Jerry Blank says, I want to apologize for that thing that went down in the calf when she tra- treated Tammy Littlenut like Tammy was her abused wife and she was the abusive husband. So I'm, I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing. I've tried to make this YouTube thing take off because that's where the future is. And by the future, I mean the past. I'm just always late to this sort of game. And my YouTube station really isn't taking off that much. I've, I've produced what I think is very good content. But really the thing is, is that it, I've been blessed throughout my life where I just show up to the party and I become a thing, right? When I started podcasting, many, many moons ago, 17 years ago, I was immediately a thing. I think in large part, thanks to Madge Weinstein promoting me on her show. And and so now I, I produce co- this content on YouTube and I'm upset that there's not an immediate audience there. I need immediate gratification. I'm like every single American in the United States. Where is I demand immediate gratification? But the thing is, is that you don't always get that immediately. You you have to put effort in sometimes. And I'm learning that. I'm learning that at 44 years old, that I have to just keep producing content and hope that the audience follows. That's what happened with Debbie. Debbie's very popular on YouTube. So I'm hoping that will happen with me as well. I just have to think of more content to produce, more content, more things. This woman I know named Juma Pilly, who I met on virtual reality, because that's my new thing. That's my my latest drug on top of the drugs that I'm already doing. My Lexapro, my Ativan, my Benadryls. My new drug on top of that is uh, I've taken the, is it the red pill? I'm, I'm gone. I've gone. I'm in deep in the matrix, y'all, in this o- Oculus Quest. Debbie pressured me to get it she pressured me and now we're on there every night just living in our digital world making new friends and i have one named juma pili and juma pili what was the point she was she told me something but i can't remember what it is i can't remember what it is i can't remember what was i saying i guess like i'm gonna hold on i'm gonna stop and go back and see if i can remember what i was supposed to be talking about okay 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 i just went back in time i'm I'm a time traveler time travel is possible when you're producing a podcast because you can always press pause that's the secret to time travel they don't teach you this in the movies not in back to the future one two or three but you can press pause you can go back so my friend juma peely my uh my friend from virtual reality I only know her in avatar form. We only know each other when we are plugged into the Matrix. But she was saying, oh gosh, I lost it again because I went on that whole monologue about being so proud. Oh yeah, she was saying, because she's very supportive and she watches my videos and she said, Reagan, you have such an expansive vocabulary that you should do a a word of the week type thing and and tell people, here's a word that I use and here's what it means and here's how you could use it in your day-to-day language. And that's really not what drives me. It's not the type of content that I'm excited about. But there are so many times where I am frozen, where I think I don't have anything to say. I don't want, what am I going to do? It doesn't matter. You just produce the content. Not everything is going to stick. And quite frankly, some of the stuff that I produce, I'm shocked 
that it has a number of views. Like I did this video where I took the poop emoji and I created a song called the poop song. And that it has thousands of views. I was like, what? The poop song? The poop song. The poop song. But so you never know. That's the point. You never know what's going to stick. So you just have to do everything. You have to do everything. You have to yank it off. You have to yank it off. So before I was saying, before I interrupted myself, that I, uh, I've been spending a lot of money lately. I have, and I admit it. And uh, I've also been saving a lot of money because of the pandemic. I haven't been going places. And I was on Noom. I was starving myself. So no money for groceries or food or anything like that. So, But in the last month, I bought a lot of stuff. I got this Yeti microphone, which is $150. I got these Sony over the ear headphones noise cancellation they're great i love them and those were three hundred dollars and i didn't even realize i thought i just at any rate i didn't expect to like them as much as i did but i love them i can jam out to taylor swift which i know to so many portions of the population will seem like a total contradiction in terms but i do i jam out to taylor swift and um what else did i buy i got a pair of these really cute diesel boots that have been $400, over $400 forever, and they went on sale for Black Friday. I've been looking at them for over two years. They went on sale 40% off, so I got those. They're steel-toed. Look, go on to my Instagram. Go on to my Insta. Go on to my gram. What do they call it? Is it, it's Insta, right? It's Insta. Somebody told me to check them out on the gram, and I was like, what? Is that like a cocaine thing? They're like, no, Instagram. I'm like, you mean Insta? You mean Insta? Right? I have, what is this gram that you speak of? What else did I get? I got a Mac Mini because, <laughs> I mean, you can see I'm really going out of control right now. I got a Mac Mini uh, because my desktop was 2013 and trying to live stream stuff, which I enjoy doing, it has been a complete nightmare on that machine. So I finally bit the bullet and I got, I just got the, the lowest one. I didn't go out of control. I got the one with the lowest memory and the lowest storage. And that's what I did. Okay. And that's going to tide me over. My mom said, I said, don't get me a Christmas gift. Don't get me a birthday gift. When the new iMac comes out, I'm rolling over my gifts so you can get me the new iMac. So that that's the plan there. And then what else? It seems like, oh, I got an iPad Air. <laughs> I've really have bought too much stuff. I got the new iPhone. But in fairness, with the iPod Air or iPad Air, I sold my previous iPad mini. I'm sure this is a fascinating story. This story about how much money I'm spending should be on Prairie Home Companion or This American Life. It should be on the fairy home companion. <laughs> and I sold my iPad Pro. So I, that was kind of like an even exchange. I figured, why do I have all, why do I have a big one and a small one? Why don't I Goldilocks it and just get one that's in between? And this one is just right. So that's what I did. So lots of money spent on those things. Uh Madge and Debbie and I are starting a new podcast. We already recorded the first episode, but we want to record a few episodes, get a few in the can, as they say, in the industry. We can get a few in the can. 
That's also a euphemism for peeing and pooping. We're, we're, we're getting some in the can. That's why we haven't released it yet. And what it is, what it is, is a podcast about the Netflix series The Crown with Claire Foy. And then Olivia Coleman takes over the role of Queen Elizabeth. And it's called Pod Save the Queens. And we just do our queer take on the uh, on the, the the television show, we talk about the characters. We have a, a seg- We have segments. We have the sound effects. And so one segment is called "Bangers Are Mash," and we talk about which characters we would bang and which ones we would not. We just do our queer take on things. And sometimes we talk with a British accent, like a royal British accent. Queen Mother. Madge is the Queen Mother. I am Queen Elizabeth. And I, I jokingly say that Debbie is Freddie Mercury from the band Queen. So we're three queens. We are the queens on that show. And so last week we filmed we recorded the first episode and then I think we we haven't been in contact about this but we're recording the next episode I'm pretty sure tomorrow tomorrow and the first episode is really good I'm very proud of it and I'm very excited to release it to the world and here's why we want to have a few in the can uh we want to have a few in the can because we figured the holidays are coming up and it's best to, you know how soap operas, they film six months in advance. So that way when the COVID happened and the lockdown happened, they still had all of these episodes in the can. So you, you consistency is the name of the game when you're producing content. So we, we won't miss a week. We're going to have 10 straight weeks of shows coming out. They're an hour long and I just, uh, I'm very excited for y'all to hear that. So that's really everything that's been going on in my life. Even though it's lockdown, I've managed to keep busy, more than busy, really. I think I'm exhausted today because it was the last day of class and I had to conduct three online Zoom reviews and I'm just, I'm beat. I'm beat. And now I'm on my my Ativan. But it's the end of the semester. I I owe it to myself. There's an episode of Sex in the City where Carrie Bradshaw is sitting next to this little old lady at a at a deli, not a deli, but at a cafe. And the old woman sprinkles Valium or something, some benzo on her ice cream. And Carrie's giving her pity. And now I'm that woman <laughs> sprinkling out of hand on my ice cream going, this is delicious. Except I can't eat ice cream because I'm still, I want to keep this weight off. I'm at 150 right now. And so 150 to 155 is my sweet spot. I was 175 earlier in the summer and that was just it was technically overweight I could have been on a TLC show I could have they would have called it would have been called a thousand pound bottom or a thousand pound Mary and I would have been the Mary talking about how I need to lose weight how does my new microphone sound y'all y'all do you like how it sounds y'all y'all 
okay. I just wanted to pop in for a moment. Pop and fresh. Bangers or mash. And say that I am thinking about my, my, my child, my favorite child, my podcast children. Audiences are like children, right? You are my firstborn. I mean, not really, because I did poetry before this. I guess my poetry audience is my firstborn. But I feel you're not the firstborn, but you are my favorite audience. You're my most loyal audience. And I appreciate that. You're my emotional support audience. I don't know why I felt compelled to come on and just talk. I haven't even played a sound effect. I mean, what is going on with me? What is going on? I mean, sometimes, occasionally, things can get out of hand. Okay? Okay? I'm going to keep talking until 20 minutes is up because I feel like that is a good number. It's a good number. I'll tell you what I'm sick of. I'm tired of conspiracy theories about coronavirus. Something that's really kind of annoying me at the moment, at the present time, is Gavin Newsom, I think very, uh, he, he's had some blunders during this, but he very astutely created the new rule for lockdown. And by the way, Southern California is in a lockdown again. But the way, what he said, what's going to trigger the lockdown is ICU availability. And he said, once we get, once a region gets to less than 15% of ICU bed availability, then you're going to go into more a more extreme lockdown. And I think that's brilliant because how do you argue against that? How? How? Like here, if you think, I feel like it's hoax proof, right? So there are people who are like, there's nobody in the hospitals. The hospitals are empty. This is just the flu, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you've heard all the bullshit before, right? And, but when you're saying, when you're, when your trigger, when your mechanism to go into more hardcore lockdown is there's less than 15% of ICU beds available. How do you argue with that? But there will always be a way because conspiracy theorists, there's always some way to rationalize their denial of reality. So if you try to come at them with reason, you're never going to get anywhere. This is something that I, this is a lesson that I'm learning in my 40s. You know, you learn more nuanced, sophisticated lessons as you get older. It's true. When I, it took me forever. I mean, all th- I wasn't until it was until like my early 30s when I realized, oh, I don't have to remain friends with people who don't know how to reciprocate friendship. Like I can actually stop being friends with them and be okay. That took me forever to learn to have that sort of self-respect. But then in my 40s, the lessons get more nuanced, right? So it becomes Okay, there are certain people who you can't waste your breath speaking reason to because they're not 
they're not guided by reason. Not to say that they're always not guided by reason, but when it comes to certain things, they're guided by emotion. And I know that's certainly the case for me. I mean, sometimes somebody will trigger something in me where, like, I can't hear any type of rational thought. We all have our triggers. But some people let that side of them dominate their conversations and their debates and their views. And so that's the thing. When it... If you're trying to reason with somebody who's a conspiracy theorist, you're not going to get very far. You're spitting into the wind, right? You're not talking the same language to one another. I mean, it is just a completely different language. Try to convince somebody who earnestly thinks that Biden, who just won the election by 6 million votes, is actually the loser. Try to convince somebody who believes, who earnestly believes that Trump won that he didn't win. Come at them with, well, where's the evidence? You can't just accuse some, somebody or say, you know, we live in the United States, it's innocent until proven guilty. And if you think that there's a crime that's been committed, you have to show evidence, right? This is just like basic rational thinking, right? Where's the evidence? And then they'll point to another conspiracy. That's what conspiracy theorists do. It's like one conspiracy points to another conspiracy, points to another conspiracy, and it's just tiring. It's tiring. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. 21 minutes. I think that's a good, it's a good run. It's a good run. And I have to tell you, it's very liberating to just sit down with this new microphone that which this was just supposed to be a test run. It was supposed to be a dry run. Then why am I so wet? And to, to just sit and kvetch and talk. It's nice. It felt good. It felt good not to have the pressure of like including clips and production value and that's where I'm at in life. I just want everything to be nice and clean and neat. Have a good night or day whenever you're listening to me.